Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow, and this update is brought to you by Mark Spaneth, LLP, ranked among the top three forensic accounting firms in New York by the New York Law Journal for the sixth year in a row. Visit MarkSpaneth.com. Data company IHS agreeing to acquire market in a deal that values the combined firms at more than $13 billion. And Starwood Hotels and Resorts Worldwide accepting an improved bid from Marriott International valued at $13.6 billion. S&P E-mini futures that'll changed up less than a point. Dow e Mini futures up 12. Nasdaq E-mini futures up three and a half. DAX in Germany's up half percent. The 10-year Treasury little change yield 1.87 percent. NYMEX crude oil down 1.2 percent or 48 cents to 38.96 a barrel. COMEX gold down half percent or five dollars 80 cents to 12.48.50 an ounce. The euro a dollar 12.76. The yen 111.46. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Uh- Karen, uh, thank you so much. Uh, it is such a most interesting day for those of a certain vintage uh, to see the president in Havana, and of course, with all the other international relations going out now. Some of people would think it's either in the movies, like the latest Tom Hanks epic on Germany, or Michael, many people would go, didn't I study that like on an April Thursday, 24 years ago, the long telegram? And maybe the long telegram has become the short tweet. <laughs> the world has changed. Uh, Ian Bremer from the Eurasia Group is with us. And before uh, we took a break, you were talking about how it has changed. And, and it occurred to me to ask you, uh, for so many decades, U.S. foreign policy was based on a, at least an overriding idea. It started coming out of World War II with George Kennan and containment. We don't have anything like that right now. Is there any way something like that could be developed? Uh, is there someone working on something like that, uh, some sort of overarching philosophy for U.S. foreign policy? Well, look, I mean, I think that uh, there are lots of bits and pieces, but I wouldn't say that we have an overarching policy, and I don't think there's been an Obama doctrine. I do think that his worldview has been risk-averse, um, and it's been react when you need to, but don't the whole don't do stupid stuff. I mean, if, if that's that, that just doesn't rise to doctrine for me, but it does rise to the, his worldview. Uh, don't don't get sucked into Syria. Don't get sucked into Libya. Do as little as possible, and as, if it becomes worse, then the Americans should play a role. But but it's, these things are morasses, right? And with China, manage the China relationship. Don't don't have a flare up, but it's going to be hard to actually build a partnership with them. So look, you the Americans decided they were going to vote for a, a first term senator with no foreign policy experience and certainly without a worldview. That's not what he did. But he was very charismatic and soaring rhetoric and something that was enormously different, almost a 180-degree difference from President Bush. And I think they got a president that did reflect those sensibilities. Unfortunately, this was a really bad eight years to have a president that didn't do foreign policy much. Um, and uh, if Obama was, you know, a, a, a C-plus on foreign policy, you kind of needed an A this time around. And that's particularly problematic in a second second term with a group that is much weaker than his appointees in the cabinet the first time around. Is the industry there, the industry that you're part of, 
is it there to develop the long telegram, I mean, iconically, the long telegram of George Kennedy? Oh, I think the industry is there, but they don't want to serve. Uh, I mean, that's part of the issue. That's important. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, the the number of people that have extraordinary insights into the world of international affairs, but have decided that it's just ludicrous for them, given the requirements of investigation, transparency, the corruption of it, uh, and the rest. Um, that that it exists to become a diplomat um, or become a part, a senior part of administration, most people don't want to bother. And I think that's a problem that you see across the board, not just in foreign policy, but in, you know, sort of domestic uh, economic yeah. policymaking as well. It's very sad that my smartest friends on Wall Street would never consider a term in service in the Treasury, for example. And and I think 20 years ago, that's not true. They would have considered that to be the capping of okay. a very meaningful career. This morning, the Donald calls you up and says, I need a cup of coffee. What would you tell Mr. Trump? You know, I I, I think I'd say no. Um, You'd say no to the cup of coffee. I think I would. Um, I, I think that it's more the role that I can play um, t- talking truth um, internationally and to American citizens about what Trump represents is uh, more significant um, than any insight I could glean um, or any help that I could offer him. I don't think, frankly, I think that given who he is and what he's represented, his willingness to take good advice on foreign policy is virtually zero. That's not encouraging. It's um, not. No. That's why I think it was a tough decision for Haas. I mean, at the time that he did it, it was formulaic because no one thought that Trump had a shot of anything. So, I mean, just as a matter of course, you just as every four years, you'd send out your briefing papers and say, hey, the president of the Council on Foreign Relations is available to meet with you. I think if Haas had to take that decision over again today, he and I know him pretty well, he might actually decide differently. He'd certainly be personally very conflicted. Because I think any human being of sound mind and temperament recognizes that the kind of rhetoric that we see coming out of the Trump camp is actively dangerous for the future of our nation. Is it got a minute left? Uh, from what you know of Hillary Clinton, is there a Clinton doctrine for the next four to eight years? I think there is. I think if you go back to the speech on economic statecraft that she offered when she was first Secretary of State, I think it kind of outlines that it's the pivot to Asia. It's the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Yes, what she now says she's opposed to, but she was an architect on it. Um, I, I think it is, um, you know, sort of the, the recognition um, that uh, the future of American interests is overwhelmingly not transatlantic, not the Middle East. It's actually mm. Asia. It's That's a bet. Um, but it's a bet that I think okay. that she's willing to make. 30 seconds. TPP's dead. Everybody's mm. telling us. No, no, no. It's you not. You don't think it's dead? I don't think it's dead at all. I think that uh, assuming that Hillary or some non-Trump Republican wins, um, I think that uh, it goes in the lame duck and it gets done. But if Trump were to become president against something I really don't expect, um, then okay. I think it would be very hard to do in the lame duck. Don't be a stranger. Ian Brummer with Eurasia Hoop. Can't say enough about his books. And I might point out the careful reread of his books, his wonderful book, Every Nation for Itself on the G Zero World. You really wonder with negative rates if maybe it's now the G negative world. I, I, I asked that world. question this morning. It's unfortunately, yeah. but at least Ian is briefing us. He's briefing so us. We're not as bad. Ian Bremer this morning. Thank you uh, so much. A very quiet turn to the screen. Four day work week. Uh, Coming, Mike, did you get through the snowdrift this morning? Yes, uh, the, the, the negative inches. We shouldn't make light of it because Boston is getting snow. Yeah, good morning, Bloomberg 1200. Uh, drive careful in Boston. Bloomberg Surveillance.
Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by Land Rover. Adventure is yours for the taking. Visit LandRoverTriState.com for special lease and financing offers. Land Rover, above and beyond.